Jewels and Gems, and welcome back to Wild Rules Minded Jewels presents the Jewels Sessions. Welcome to part three, session three. New listeners, I welcome you with open arms and ears. For those who don't know, a jewel session is engaging in a delicate conversation and covering the basics. Now, usually I would have a special guest with me, but tonight it's just me and you all. So hope you enjoy. Now this evening, I want to continue the conversation with you all about women's genders issues Now, before we get into today's talk, I have to share more personal insight. Now, it's only been a week since the spring semester has started for me, but I would have to say my women's gender studies class would thus far be the most interesting class for me. And I say that simply because as a young woman myself, there's so much interesting and shocking objectives objectives to explore and earn learn so much about what us women endure now what i want to talk to you all about tonight is status power and violence status power and violence all somehow relate to what they are to us as women and what do they all display All three concepts come from chapter two of my women's gender studies book, Women Across Cultures, A Global Perspective. Now, all three concepts stuck out the most to me and somehow mean something critical. Like from chapter two, reading on the status, power, and violence against women all have some type of explanation as to what and why does this happen? Better yet, what does these three concepts have to do with women? Well, get ready to find out. Now, after reading chapter two, an overview on the gender issues of women continue to be of today's reality, status and power seems to come into question. So when I think of status and power, I think of many things. When I think of gender status and power, I think of us as women, our status being in the red. In other words, I think of our status being viewed as a lower status. Just like we talked about last week with the private sphere topic, I feel women's statuses would be considered less common or a woman's status includes none other than just being a woman who has kids and taking care of home alone. Gender inequality continues to rear its ugly head and behind follows the stereotypes, gender norms, and so on. So when it comes to status and power, I feel this is a worldwide issue that globally exposes what women all over the world endure. Now, something from chapter two I did learn, I found not too surprising, but as an eye opener as to what adds to the gender inequality problem. Like for example, money and property are the main two that enhances status and power. So when you think of money and property, you automatically think of a woman's status and power view. 
Money and property also reveals more key points of men possibly having more power by maintaining more jobs, making more money, owning more property, and occupying more job positions in businesses and banking. So after hearing all of that, you have to ask yourself, what does all of that mean to you? That's not today's question, but seriously, you have to ask yourself that question or at least think on it. Personally, do I believe money and property are the two main possible roots of women having lower status and economic power? Absolutely. I say yes, because I think a man would possibly feel he would have more absolute power and shouldn't have nothing to worry about, you know, that things that us women would worry about. Or I would say a man would possibly feel dominant and feel they're in control of almost anything, especially a woman. Another thing I would like to point out is men occupying more job positions in businesses and banking. For example, I would say you see more men hold top positions in corporate America or having top executive CEO positions. Now, nowadays, I would say it's nice to see women become doctors, firefighters, engineers, and so on, like pretty much like the type of jobs that some think that are for men and men only. But I think it's pretty amazing and quite fascinating to see that women are now coming more into these positions. But I would still love to see all of my ladies have equal opportunity and equal power and hold any job position they would like, okay? Now, another thing from chapter two introduced me to critically think on was men's economic control, possibly increasing women's dependence on men and giving more power over them. Personally, I feel that would be a major issue in relationships and always causes domestic violence. Like another thing that displays status and power is politics. Even in politics, I would say men would be more powerful in politics because their main mission is to probably not focus on the issues like we women face, like sexual assault, the issues women and domestic violence, women's reproductive rights and health issues and abortion laws and all of that stuff and so on. Furthermore, when I think of a stat of status and power, I think men with higher and status with higher power and status would treat women as objects. I believe within this key point, I find it quite shocking and pretty disturbing to know that when a man has so much power and higher status, a man would think it's okay to treat a woman like an object, more of diminishing and dehumanizing women and making us feel as if we can't make our own life choices or they own us. Therefore, women will be ogled, traded, sold, and controlled. Therefore, status and power can be quite displayed in many ways regarding to women issues. 
Now, before I wrap up tonight's conversation, I want to talk to you all about violence against women. Now, this topic is quite risky to discuss. So if this is triggering for you, please feel free to stop listening right now. But what I do want to talk about is violence against women and it's absolutely horrific and wrong. So after reading about this in chapter two, I stopped to think about my own safety as a young woman. So one of the questions that has crossed my mind before is, is it even safe to be a woman in this crazy world? I mean, I would say that I am that that question comes across my mind from time to time. So that's something to think about. Now, chapter two of the book did give a full overview, different types of violence against women. There's physical, sexual, mental harm or suffering women experience. Honest to greater glory, All of these different types of violence are absolutely wrong and no one deserves to ever experience any of these type of violence. So what I will say, the one type of violence that scares me the most is sexual assault. The heinous physical act and mental trauma is extremely horrific and no one should ever experience this ever. Then there's sex trafficking then there's genital cutting as another type of violence against women and girls it's just it's just pretty crazy and just very horrific now before i wrap up this conversation for the night i hope you all are letting all of this sink in and somehow thinking and reflecting on how all of this really contributes to our women's issues Tonight's question of the day is, if women had equal opportunities and held the same amount of economic, political, or business power, would men view women as a major threat? Pretty deep, ain't it? Be sure to head over to Anchor and answer tonight's question. And you can answer this question by going over to heading over to Anchor and recording your message. Or if you're on social media, head on over to Twitter and Instagram at Wild Rules Money Jewels Podcast and be sure to comment. Thank you so much, Jewels and Gems, for lending me your ears and listening to yours truly. Be safe, take care, and until next time.